it's Taylor and Becca with this week's episode of Ghost Emoji. We're sorry we missed you last week, but we're here now, and we're we're ready to to get into the spirit. the The spirit of of Lord Santos. This praise be <laughs> this this jolly holiday season. It's uh, I'm surrounded by wrapping. I've got some sriracha on my desk, which is red and green, so it's very festive. I have a candle that smells like basalm, 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 and I'm just uh, living my best Christmaka festivus candle nights life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What are you doing to get yourself in into the the spirit of the holiday? I'm kissing a soft kitty. And I haven't decorated our tree or put it up at all. And I'm staring at a large, large, large bunch of gifts that I have not wrapped for my family. And for Mine are all sitting at my feet. I ran out of tape earlier, so I went to Kroger in my sweatpants. Mm. And I tried to be productive and also buy some cranberries for the sangria I'm making for a Christmas party tomorrow and uh, there ain't ain't any whole cranberries and they looked at me like I I was wacky. Yeah, that's sadly one of those things where they're like, you didn't get them four weeks ago and it's like they wouldn't have been good, dum-dums. I need them now. They're, they're Christmassy, they're festive. You didn't get your cranberries before now? I'm sorry. It wasn't even that. It was more like from a like the kind you get in a can. I'm like, well, they start they start like this and then they become like can. How do I get them before can? Do you have those? And before can? And they sent me There is no before can. That's what BC is. Before can. <laughs> before so can. So I might have to uh, look up and see what you can use instead of cranberries. I mean, it's not even like, I mean, I guess you don't really, like, bite into them. I think they're just kind of supposed to add some flavor because you chop them up and, and throw them in there. But what what can you do? I just want to have the perfect Susie Homemaker Christmas party, you know, to celebrate the death of AIM. I just want to give it the going out party it deserves. I'm so sad. That was, like, all we used as like teenagers and children to communicate you know. before texting Doodle-doop. before smartphones who am i i'm your uncle at <laughs> christmas talking about all those dang kids you know what it's the reason everybody's online shopping it's the reason all the department stores going out of business is because people are lazy they don't want to get their butt up go Go to physical store. Can't buy a house because you're too busy buying those avocados and those lattes. Too much avocado toast. And those avocado lattes. Those avo lattes. Remember those? Remember that time? I do, sadly. (laughs) Uh, No. They should have been grateful because at least then, like, now we've got our phones so we can just kind of, like, talk about how we wish we were in bed watching Netflix 
on our phones to each other, but we're still at the dinner table. It used to be you would like kind of sneak away to go talk on AIM and your parents would be like, hey, are you done going to the bathroom? And you'd be like, yeah, just a minute. It's real bad. And then try to type a couple more lines before your parents are like, seriously, get down here. I know you ain't pooping. Uh, you don't know that. Mm-hmm. I poop forever. Don't put my, my poop laundry out for everyone to see, mom and dad. I'm wiping. <laughs> I'm still wiping. <laughs> still wiping. Yeah. Anyways, I, yeah, I just, I miss AIM, but at the same time, like, texting is far more convenient. I know. Couldn't use gifts back then. The real tragedy. <laughs> I remember, I remember, like, at a point when gifts were still new and, like, there was a point where I wanted to say something sassy and I was like, God, I wish that I could put, like, a gif of Justin Timberlake singing Cry Me a River here. <laughs> and that wasn't an option at that point. And now you it saw is. into the future. And that's a beautiful thing. I did. <laughs> I saw a glimpse. I saw they're going to eventually add this to social media parts because it's too good to pass You're just up. Just like that so ravened it. You just like it kind of like f- flew into your eye and it showed you just effortlessly yeah. going into like Facebook Messenger and just being like search for Cry Me a River. There it is. It was it was more like gosh, I wish this existed. Oh. And less like that's so raven. That's how. I wish that there was a show called That's So Becca where I see really stupid glimpses into the future. Like, really far into the future. I feel like That's So Raven, it would be like, maybe she saw, like, a day or two in advance, but you saw, like, mm-hmm. you know, ten years. Yep. And Aim finally died. Can't believe it took that long. <laughs> it took so long. Now we'll never give it up. We'll pry it from my cold, dead, avo latte holding fingers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm not going to have at my, my Christmas party? What? The Mary Lloyd. Kitty agrees. <laughs> Do you, Did you hear her? No, I heard a bark, actually. Oh. Which I... No, she went... That's that's uh, unusually agreeable of her. Normally me and her don't agree. No, she... <sighs> Did you like my segue? Yeah, it was really subtle. It took like 10 minutes to get there. <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. Uh, so uh, that's my really clumsy way of bringing us to our our topic this week is the Mary Lloyd, which is like a, uh, a Welsh tradition that is, I guess, I wouldn't call it super popular because it's still not very well known in, in different areas, but where it is held they usually hold it around this time of year or kind of like in the new year and it's uh even though it is festive and isn't technically like supernatural or scary um the first time i saw it it was kind of spooky because from the outside it just looks like a horse's skull with some spooky eyes up on a stick that comes to your house to sing at you it's like caroling meets uh, a dead horse. That's morbid. <laughs> but it's all it's all about f- fun, sort of. It is, is it, pretty fun. Is it fun for the horse that's dead? He's got it gets to come back to life and come to your house and eat snacks. Mm-hmm. That's a lot better than being dead. 
Is it? That for me. Merry Christmas. I'm here to eat your snacks. The Merry Lloyd, which in Welsh is Yfari Lloyd. Lloyd, yeah. Is one of the strangest and most ancient of a number of customs with which people in Glamorgan and Gwent used to mark the passing of the darkest days of midwinter. It's no accident that Christmas, with its emphasis on fire, lights, and decoration, is celebrated this time of year. Uh, before the arrival of Christianity, the Romans used to hold similar festivals at the same time. Pagan midwinter festivals celebrated the miracle of rebirth as the days started to become longer and spring approached, a tradition taken over by the Christian church and absorbed into Christmas. God damn it, Christians. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> JK. I'm just going to put in uh, horse neighing noises throughout. I, I wish like I had like good. a like a soundboard. I could just be like... Throw in a donkey noise every once in a while. No. There's no donkeys here. This isn't Christmas. Only Mary Lloyd. Only Mary Lloyd. Uh, the Mary Lloyd... <laughs> is my notes reading voice. The Mary Lloyd, or the Grey Mare, is a pre-Christian tradition said to bring good luck. People make a horse figure from a horse's skull with decorative eyes and ears. Um, they'll adorn it with colorful reins, bells, and ribbons, um, and then they wrap it with a white sheet that's carried around a pole. So basically, the person who's carrying it on the pole has the white sheet draped over him so you can't see him. And sometimes, like, the mouth's, like, or the horse's mouth might be able to open and they can kind of, like, they'll make it, like, nuzzle you. I don't know, the videos, it's actually kind of cute. I'd, I'd party with Mary Lloyd. The Mary Lloyd and its party then go door-to-door, singing and challenging the families inside to a battle of rhyming insults in Welsh. Um, At the end of the Battle of the Wits, which is known as the Punko, uh, the group is invited into the house for refreshments. So, sort of like caroling, but also like, they basically just insult each other back and forth until they give up, and then they gotta let the horse in. So it's like a rap battle. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's sort of like making fun of each other. Talk about, like, how bad your breath stinks or that you're too drunk and they won't let you in. Kind of rude, actually. But I don't know. One of the verses I read was, like, talking about, like, look at our our mare. She's so pretty. We've dressed her up. And they're like, you stink. Get out. I'm like, oh, but they they dressed her up. They've decorated her. She's got bits and bobs all over her. Okay. So, this old tradition died out in many parts of Wales, but some still, some parts still acted out, and every December you can see it at the St. Fagan's National History Museum. Um, each January, several Marys from different regions gather in Chepstow for the Chepstow Wassail Lloyd. I think it's Wassail. Wassail. Um, mm, okay. Wassail. The rather terrifying spectacle of Mary Lloyd did nearly disappear from Wales at one point, yet it's had a resurgence recently, with Christmas ornaments being used for eyes occasionally instead of old glass uh, glass bottle bottoms. The insults in the punko battles, as they're called, are milder these days. That's probably for the best. <laughs> and the drinking a little less heavy. But the sardonic grin of the horse skull, sometimes with a spring-loaded jaw, remains to haunt your yuletides. Whoa. Mm. I'm scared. <laughs> it's, like, it's kind of cute, though. Like, I mean, it's a little, like, when I first saw it, it was on Twitter, and someone was just like, why is there a dead horse outside? And they were like, it's Christmas. 
I'm like, it's why? Christmas. <laughs> it's dead. Welsh people. It's Christmas. Uh, let's see. The folklorist, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. I looked it up, but it's been a minute. Uh, I think it's Yarworth is how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. I-O-R-W-E-R-T-H. See, Pete was of the opinion that the Mary Lloyd was renamed Mary Lloyd in uh, in reference to the Virgin Mary during the Middle Ages after surviving the Christianization of Britain. Um, but some people think that the connection to Virgin Mary was unnecessary and that it just means the Grey Mare. But unfortunately, like, that's one of the things I had a really hard time trying to find of this. Like, like what the original custom was everything is just like it's left over and it might have something to do with like epona or or something but nothing really to say like exactly what the original custom was for just kind of an idea of like here's why we did it because it's winter time and the spring will come back eventually so we're gonna use this horse that's come back from the dead to symbolize that Mm. nice Lovely. Um, the folklorist Treffer M. Owen also suggested that the Mary Lloyd was a practice which probably had a religious, if pre-Christian, origin, adding that by the time it had been recorded, it had been emptied of religious content. Also embracing Pete's uh, suggestion of ancient, ancient orient origins, Ellen Etlinger believed that the Mary Lloyd represented a death horse, as symbolized by the white cloth worn by its carrier, suggesting that it was originally employed in a pre-Christian ritual to mark the festival of Samhain. The folklorist Christina Hall suggested that this ancient character was once a bringer of fertility. However, after 1970, scholars came to express greater caution about proposing origins for such customs. Yeah. That's kind of like that um, thing where, what is it, archaeologists would like dig people up and be like, well, because... He's and they would assume it's always a man and they would like make a bunch of sort of suggestions based on like our culture today or their culture at the time or like you know what was going on in the world and it's sort of like eh, you're 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 assuming a lot so yeah you're kind of imposing like modern uh ideas on people from a very very long time ago mm-hmm. uh, let's see um, it has been suggested that the Welsh Methodist revival contributed to the decline of both the Mary Lloyd and a number of other Welsh folk customs. Um, in 1802, the harpist Edward Jones of Marionthshire published a book in which he lamented the destructive impact that Christian preachers were having on Welsh folk customs, which they were criticizing as sinful. In his view, the consequence is Wales, which was formerly one of the merriest and happiest countries in the world, is now becoming one of the dullest. Reflecting such a view, in 1852, the Reverend William Roberts, a Baptist minister at uh, Blenau, Gwent, condemned the Mary Lloyd and other related customs as a mixture of old pagan and popish ceremonies. I wish of this folly and all similar follies that they find no place anywhere apart from the Museum of the Historian and Antiquary. Which is just, it's sad, because, you know, that's part of their culture. And the fact that they stomped it out so thoroughly, I'm sure that has something to do with the fact that we don't have a very good idea of, like, what it originally meant. And so it's now just kind of, like, 
taking what they do have and and trying to to reclaim it. Yeah. For some reason, all of this reminds me of, I know it's like, it's not actually very similar, but it reminds me of Wicker Man, just the like weird sort of, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is a lot more like jolly, obviously, and there's no murder, but. <laughs> no murder. Just the weird like animal stuff and just, I don't know. <laughs> it's very confusing to me. But anyways. It Owens, sounds like fun. Does it? Uh, I don't know. Something about, like, I guess maybe it's just because growing up with a bunch of, like, dead carcasses hung on the wall because my dad's a hunter. I just, what a lovely room of death. And so (laughs) I feel the same way about, like, parading a dead horse's skull around. Yeah, but I mean, from what I read, it sounded like it was normally, like, a horse that had already passed away. And then, you know, they they decorate it and, and try to, like bring some beauty to it to, to show respect to it. They don't go out and be like, all right, horsey, chop, chop. That's Literally, good. I'm going to chop off your head. <laughs> okay, that makes me feel a little better. <laughs> I can't speak for every single one, but for the most part, it seems like that was kind of the uh, the general thing. Because they were like, it's really not that hard to come across a horse skull. <laughs> I mean, I would believe it. I mean, I prefer to that than like a, a, a big like stuffed horse sitting in a bar (laughs) yeah yeah owen suggested that the customs decline was also a result of changing social conditions in south wales he argued that the mary lloyd wassling custom gave an approved means of entering the houses of neighbors in a culture in which there were few public assemblies at least in the heart of winter in which the convivial spirit of the season could be released Further, he suggested that the gifts of food, drink, and sometimes money no doubt helped to further the feeling of community among country folk, while at the same time manifesting it. He argued that the changing social conditions altered the ways that people in southern Wales celebrated Christmas, hence contributing to the folk customs decline. Boo. I had to just struggle through that sentence. (laughs) No, you did a beautiful job. I got it, finally. (laughs) Um, it's said that the custom reemerged in borderlands between the uh, Vale and the mountains in part because people in Glamorgan sought to reaffirm their sense of cultural identity during the termination of their t- traditional industries, and partly because the Welsh Folk Museum was located in the area. Uh, more widely, he believed that the revival of the Mary Lloyd was in large part due to the forces of local patriotism. Organizations like TRAC, uh, which is T-R-A-C, also reach out to schools to teach kids about this tradition, providing flat packs for horse skulls to decorate. Basically, like they're, it's just like really thick, like cardboard paper or almost kind of like foam. Mm-hmm. And they like pop them out and fold them into the shape. So it's not an actual horse skull. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's neat because well, they go and they kind of teach them about it and it's fun. and That's really neat. Mm-hmm. Just because for stuff like that, I, it's... I was surprised, I guess, because I am am not super familiar with with like Welsh tradition or or even like language. I was watching a lot of videos about this to kind of like see some of like the little like pub crawl type things that the mm-hmm. they do with the Mari Lloyd, and it was uh, I was surprised by how many people they spoke to that it had subtitles. And at first, I was like, oh, is it just because they have a heavy accent? But it was actually because they were speaking Welsh. And I didn't realize, you know, I think of England and I think, or not England, but 
Wales and, and the UK and stuff like that, and I kind of just assume that they speak English, but, you know, there's so many different cultures over there that, you know, it's kind of sad to see some of them kind of starting to to die out. So even if it's a little thing and they don't entirely know where it came from, it's kind of nice to to add add more stuff to them, because even though it's it's morphed over time, but like so many things, the Mary Lloyd tradition is a, a living thing that continues to, to grow and change, and it's kind of nice to, like, see more people learning about it, especially at a young age, and then they can start it, and then they can grow up and insult their neighbors and and burst into their house and run around and scare them and, you know, drink some wassail and leave. It's a beautiful <laughs> circle of life. <laughs> I do like that part of, like, when the horse goes inside that it does traditionally, I think, supposed to go around and kind of, like, scare and bother people. I do like that. <laughs> just go in and just be a shit. Just time to be a little turd. Get Here ready. I am. Get ready, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to pee on everything. Don't give me any water. Just give me beer. I'm going to knock this shit over. <laughs> it's like a really big cat. Yep. It is, basically. That's what I would channel. It's just a big cat. <laughs> but yeah, that's... Uh, I was hoping I would find more on the Mary Lloyd, but I just... When I first saw a picture of it on Twitter, I, I really wanted to look into it. Because, again, this, like I said, it's, it's not necessarily... A scary thing because it is like another you know culture's custom kind of thing but it was just unfamiliar and kind of kind of spooky just because mainly because of the skull aspect yeah. but but then once I learned about it I was like oh no it's just a sweet old death horse <laughs> just wants in your house he just wants to to bother you and insult your family and friends mm-hmm. and then leave <laughs> and if that's not the American dream. Man, I wonder if, uh, I don't know, like, in Dallas, if there's, like, a heavy, like, Welsh community or anything like that, but I wonder if there are any, like, you know, pubs or anything like that that would do something like this. Because I feel like people would get a kick out of it. I feel like they would. And they could, they could learn about it. Learn about this dang old horse. This dang old horse. What would you do if, uh, if one of these showed up at your door? Would you let them in? Um, no. no. <laughs> I probably would have looked through the peephole, saw a horse skull, and been like, nope. Like, oh mm-hmm. no, I'm having a nightmare. I thought I was awake, but I must have fallen asleep, and I'm having a nightmare. I would have probably reacted about the same as when I thought <laughs> I saw your doppelganger. So, I mean, <laughs> where I just completely shut down. Like, oops. Oops. Yep. It reminds me of that story about, is it like some random thing, some giant thing like falls out of the sky and it's the 1800s, some short story, and some people just die on the spot because they can't like wrap their minds around it. I'm those people. I would just die. I'm not familiar with that story, but I mean, I'm sure it it happens. People die of, I guess they say fright, but technically it's probably like their heart giving out from the shock. Yeah, well, that would happen to me. I'd be like, my mind, uh, and then my heart would just explode. My poor friend's heart. Why'd you do this? Why'd you scare her? At least I already got, I already got my Christmas presents. Yeah, I mean, you, you, and you got my Cheetos today, so you're good. <laughs> no, I ate so many Cheetos. I didn't even finish the whole bag. 
I literally ate maybe a handful, and then I was like, well, I'm done. What got into you? What what made you want them Cheetos? I don't think you were a Cheeto person. I'm I'm not even, like, a junk food person, so I just was like, I really want Cheetos. And I ate literally a handful and was like, that was good. I'm done. <laughs> That'll do me for, for a couple years. <laughs> Pretty much. And I drank my Coke, which I also don't drink soda very much normally. I think I'm just having, like, the premenstrual times where I'm like... Normally, I want sweet stuff, but since I made cookies all yesterday, I was like, I don't want anything sweet. That was so many cookies. Oh, my God. I brought so many cookies. I made so many cookies. Any scary recommendations this week? Um, scary recommendations. Spoopy recommendations. Spoopy. Um. It's okay if you don't. You, you don't gotta force yourself. I feel like I had thought of something, and then I've just forgotten it. Was it a movie? Was it a game? Was it a scary podcast? Was it a, a creepy pasta? Scary Twitter? Uh, Ryan and I watched the the witch. Um, he hadn't seen it, and since we won or not won, but um, <laughs> we did or I bought the twenty five dollar mystery tube from Becky Cloonan that she was doing for like Black Friday. I bought one for Ryan for Christmas, and it's a mystery. So when it came in, we got this giant like print of her art from the witch and ryan was like oh i've already looked up the plot i really wanted to see it but i didn't want to watch it without you because i was scared and i was like i was like oh i'll watch it with you and so yesterday we were putting up clothes and watching it and he really really enjoyed it so that was nice which print was it was it the one that has uh black philip on it or is it the one where she's up in the air it's um thomason holding black philip okay that one's a good one. Yeah, it's it's on this really cool, like, sort of taupe paper. It's, like, between gray and, like, I don't know. It's really cool. It's a good print. We also got a pen and then a uh, deal with it tote, which I thought was apt since that's my slogan. Deal with it. My catchphrase. Deal with it! So, yeah. She does a lot of cool stuff. She did, um, I think volume two is out now. She... She wrote, she didn't do the art for it, but um, it's uh, called Southern Cross, Southern Cross, and it's like a uh, sci-fi horror comic. Yeah, I wish she'd done the art. Like, I, not that I don't like the artist, but I prefer Becky. I Cohen's just really art. like her style, so yeah. it's hard when you're like, I'm excited that she's writing it, but her beautiful, beautiful art. Yeah, it's, it's Her so beautiful, good. gritty art. Mm-hmm. So gritty. I... I'm excited because I'm going to have to wait till January because I've got PS4, but Night in the Woods just released um, the Weird Autumn version, so there's, like, extra content, and if you've already bought the game, it's a free patch, uh. but if you have it on PS4, that patch doesn't come out till January, but if you have it on Xbox or Steam or PC or whatever, I guess you can get it now. Because Night in the Woods isn't, it's kind of paranormal, kind of scary, but it's really good. I feel like it's a slow burn where you're like, you feel this sort of inkling of like, what the hell is going something, on? Something, something is off. Yeah, but then you get wrapped up in like sort of the interrelationships and things like that of the game. And, and that's all really interesting. And then all of a sudden they'll throw throw something in and you're like, oh shit, that's right. There's this thing that's brewing under under oh God, the town. There's there's murders happening. Yeah. We so. found an arm. 
I love it, though. So I'm excited. That'll be, I guess, January. I'm still playing other stuff, so I've got I've got time. But I'm excited about that. And I don't know when it's going to come out, but I know we reviewed Oxenfree a while back, and that team is doing a new game called... Is it called Afterlife? Mm. Or if it's called something else. But basically it's about uh, two people who uh, die and go to hell and have to outdrink Satan. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> to like get out and I'm I just into it. <laughs> it sounds it sounds fun and I really enjoyed Oxen Free so yeah. we'll we'll see what happens with it. I I don't know when it's coming out or whatever, but it sounded like a an interesting concept and I really liked Oxen Free so I would be excited to see anything they do. Yeah, the writing was really good. Like it felt very um I don't know, it was just funny. Like they had good sort of like emotional beats and good humor and stuff, so Mm-hmm. I think it'll be good. Without being too, uh, too dated. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Too forced. Too forced. But those are my recs for this week. And that's pretty much all I have. Becca, do you got anything else? Watch The Witch. It's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's on Amazon Prime. Is it on Netflix or anything? that i know of i think it's just on amazon prime because i think that's where we watched it i really liked the witch maybe i'll rewatch it and we could talk about that sometime soon because i've only seen it once and i remember i really enjoyed it even though it was a little bit different than what i was expecting but it would be fun to watch it again well not fun (laughs) yeah it'd be interesting to watch it again because i remember i was talking to ryan and i was like you know i remember we were both kind of like not disappointed necessarily but we thought it was going to be different than what it was and Mm -hmm. it was it was much darker than i thought it was gonna be i thought it was gonna be more like scary but there really weren't any pop-out scares which i appreciate and ryan does too Mm -hmm. um that's like his least favorite thing in horror movies he gets very very upset but i think probably if you rewatch it because i remember when i rewatched it for the first time after seeing it in the theaters i was like the things that i guess surprised me or i didn't like about it didn't bother me anymore because i wasn't going in with any expectations i already knew what was going to happen and i I could just enjoy it if that Mm -hmm. makes sense yeah so hopefully you'll enjoy it more or the same or whatever you know a good old christmas viewing i can watch that while i'm wrapping my my presents (laughs) yeah it's no big deal just baby death (laughs) spoilers (laughs) there is um there is some some child death so you you don't see the baby die it's implied heavily but you don't see anything happen to the baby yeah poor baby because that was something ryan was very concerned with he was like i can't watch that even if it's like cg i was like no they they don't show that like it's it's heavily implied don't get me wrong but no it's still nasty but it's not you don't see it it's one of those like we're going to what's the opposite of like show don't tell like they they don't show you, but they tell you. <laughs> but it's still very visceral. Ooh, I, oof. We're not yeah. reviewing that right now. Maybe no. later. <laughs> Anyways, check that out, and then you can listen to our review of it without it getting spoiled. Yeah, we'll do that eventually. I also think we should do like a riff tracks of watching some scary movie where we just literally have people sync up the video or the not video, the like movie. Oh, like we watch it and talk about it and then be like, hey, watch this with us. Yep. That could be fun. We could call it, I don't know, some sort of movie slumber party type thing. 
or just a riff tracks, whatever. <laughs> is that what riff tracks is? Yeah. It's you your riffing on the track. <laughs> that makes sense. Yep. Um, you can find us on iTunes or Google Play. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Ghost Emoji Show if you want to follow and say hi, which would probably be useful this time of year because uh, with the holidays coming up, I don't know if we're going to be on time each week. We will definitely try. And, you know, maybe I'll post some of the spooky stuff. Maybe I'll post a beautiful picture of uh, Mary Lloyd or the uh, thing for Night in the Woods or the other stuff that we recommend. And so it's not just me posting black and white GIFs and being cryptic. <laughs> You're so good at it, though. I really do enjoy it. It's it's hard going through that GIF library trying to find the, the perfect GIF. Mwah, just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in bed, just searching through the gift library, just like, ah, oh, Eureka! I found it. <laughs> and Mark says, please go to sleep. Please be quiet. I'm so tired. <laughs> Anyways, that about does it for me. That does it for me, too. Oh I'm my done god, did. we're done did. We done did it. Just diddled. Just Ew, no. No, undo. no diddling. Did- <laughs> Get out of here. You know I gotta take it to the next level. No, That's my take whole it back thing. to the other level. No, I'm, I'm gonna I talk can't. about rancid dicks. It's fine. Oh, sick. No, I can't. I can't do it. Is this because of my avocado earlier? Yep. Ugh. Uh, I'm just gonna leave that to the audience's imagination. I don't. I don't even wanna. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry candle lights. Oh God. A rotting dick. No. 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 Just rotting. No, please stop. Just Merry one. Christmas, That's everyone. That's all I want for Christmas Merry is one Christmas episode. Merry Happy New Year. Hey, hey, hey. rotting dick in your stocking. No. Bye. Shh. Shh. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Becca. You all squeeze I... it and the pus comes no, out. No, sick. Nope, nope. I'm not putting that in. I'm not putting that in. All all I want for candle nights is a nice, sweet exit from the show. Just a, like a, thanks friends for listening. We appreciate you. Like and review and subscribe. Stay spooky. Goodbye. You should have picked a different person to do this podcast with. But. You know who would cooperate? Cherie. No, because you're a bad influence. She would be like, you know what Becca would probably like if I talked about (laughs) meat pistols. (laughs) That's probably true. That's Jesus coming down to choke you out because you're talking about (laughs) nasty stuff, you nasty. It's just to punish everyone else with ears. What about next week for for my birthday? Will you you give me a a sweet outro? Maybe. Please. I'm busy on your birthday. Please? That's fine. I'm busy, too. Good. (laughs) I'm busy getting old, getting dead. I'll try. I'll try to muster (laughs) some sweetness. No promises. Uh, uh, This is coming out the day after my birthday, BT Dubs, so. Well, then you didn't get what you wanted. (laughs) No. That's okay. Uh, don't expect nothing. You don't get nothing. Uh, and you're still disappointed. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Bye. Stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. Bye. <laughs>